Have you ever gone on a date and it seemed like everything was going well? The conversation is good. The atmosphere is good. He's looking good. She's looking good. Everything is just good. So at the end of the night, you don't get a kiss or anything, but it's just the vibe just feels good. So you're expecting to get a call the next day and you don't get a call. So the next day approaches, the next day approaches, and now it's been a week. In this episode, we're going to talk about St. Harrison's song, Why Didn't You Call? Stream it, love it, and buy it, because I love the song, y'all. Like I've been listening to this on repeat. He also has a music video, too, that you can check out. It is bomb, okay? So anyways, I'm your host, Layers. This is the Lines and Layers podcast, so let's get into it. So I have my bold moments and I also have my shy moments. And yes, your girl is a little bit shy. So I actually approached a guy and I just thought that he was cute, came up to him. We had a conversation. The conversation was very, very good. I ended up giving him my phone number. So he didn't give me his phone number back. So I should have knew what was going to happen. So I'm expecting him to call me the next day. So he never called me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to dating then. I ended up going on dates. They all suck. I didn't have the chemistry that I had with this original guy. But I don't have a phone number for him. So I didn't call. And even if I did have his phone number, I wouldn't want to seem thirsty. So I wouldn't have called him anyway. (laughs) But weeks go along going on dates. And then a month goes along. And then I go on this one date. It was just terrible. Like he ended up like bringing like his friend and I was just like, what is this? Like, am I dating you or dating you and your friend? So that was terrible. And I made an excuse for me to leave early. And so I left. So on my way home, it was about like an hour drive. And I get a phone call from a number that I didn't recognize. So I was just looking like, okay, like, who is this? And I usually don't answer phone numbers that I don't know. And it was like pretty late at night. So I was just thinking like, this has to be someone I know to call me this late at night on like a random phone number. So I was thinking it was my best friend at the time. I thought she was calling me to tell me something. I don't know. So anyways, I pick up the phone and it's the guy from a month ago that I had the chemistry with. And we had a great conversation. He talked to me from point A to point B, which is basically from where I was all the way to my house. And the conversation was so good. Like I forgot to ask him, why didn't he call? So He ends the call with asking to go out on a date with me. And I was just like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. So we go on a date and the chemistry is so good. Back to how it was when I first met him. The atmosphere is great. The food is great. We are having a great time. He was such a gentleman. I still didn't ask him why he didn't call because at that point I didn't even care. (laughs) We were having like such a great time. We ended up talking on the phone more frequently. And finally, I asked him, I was like, hey, like, what took you so long to call me? Like, why'd you wait this long to call me? And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, he didn't call me because maybe he wasn't really that interested. Maybe he was entertaining so many women. It was just like, okay, well, you know, whatever with them. Let me just call this girl because I'm bored. I don't know. I was thinking negative. (laughs) I was thinking all over the place. So anyways, he finally answers the question and he tells me that he was going through a lot of losses that took place at that time and he just wasn't ready for dating. And he was kind of a little too embarrassed to share that with me because we didn't really know each other. So I totally got it. Like, I get it. (laughs) 
But at the end of the day, it's just like a lot of times when you don't receive a call, you start thinking that it's something wrong with you. You start thinking, I, I should have wore something different. Was there something in my teeth? Was my jokes inappropriate to him? Was like, you think so like many different things. Like, why didn't he call? Like, what, what happened? Like, I thought we was gelling. But it's rare that you think that maybe they're going through something and they just need some time to figure that out before they come back to you. And I'm all about giving people's boundaries. Like, I don't ever go past, like, my boundaries when it comes to me over calling or anything like that. When he didn't call, I just thought that he was having a conversation back with me because he was being polite. Because, you know, maybe he was just like, women don't approach men and maybe that intimidated him. Or I was thinking so many different things at that time. But who would have knew that it was just because he was going through a dark time and he just needed to figure it out before he can start dating. And he didn't want to put that on me. So totally get it. And that was my longest relationship. (laughs) A lot of times when I wouldn't receive a call, because it's not the first time that it happened, I would take Usher's approach where you don't have to call. I'm going out with my girls to distract myself. We gonna hang out more frequently. I'm going to stay busy. I'm going to work more. I'm going to find more activities for me to do. Like, I'm staying busy because I'm the type of person, I don't like to feel emotions. I like to distract them. When I don't get that call, I'm not the type to badger or anything. I'm just kind of one of those people that just, okay, well, you didn't call. There must be a reason for that. And I'm just going to, you know... Let it be what it be. If it's meant for us to talk again, we will talk again. If we don't, we don't. I'm just going to see what happens. And sometimes I feel like when things don't happen, it's just kind of like the universe trying to save you from something. (laughs) So we all think that like a first date is just like, oh, you know, this person's so great. And the second day, oh, they're so great. But then when you start getting more serious, then you start seeing some things that might not be compatible to you. So then that's when it's just like, okay, now I see why you didn't call. I actually wish you didn't. (laughs) Dealing with rejection is dependent on the person. We can go into it like, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong with them. Maybe they're not really feeling me. Maybe I can call to see for something deeper or to just let it go. Or we can think that we're being rejected because... It's something wrong with us, but it's just like we don't really want to call because we don't want to seem thirsty. So we just kind of just go with the flow of things, maybe cry and then move on. It's just depending on the situation. I'm not the type of person if we go on a first date and you don't call me that I'm going to cry. I'm just like, okay, well, the next, (laughs) you know, but I know if we go on multiple dates and feelings start to grow and I feel like we're compatible, then that's when I can kind of be like, dang, (laughs) like what happened? But I'm still not the person to really force that awkward conversation. If it takes place, it takes place. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So the way that I deal with rejection is kind of based on an incident that took place in the fifth grade. Yes, I'm going to talk about the fifth grade. Okay, don't be hating on my trauma. (laughs) But all jokes aside, I like this boy named Michael. And he likes me back because he would be like, you know, kind of just giving me like that vibe. You know, he would always like try to play with me and stuff like that. I sound so kiddish. He was trying to play with me. Come on, girl, grow up. But anyways, we're going to go back to the fifth grade. He always tried to play with me. Okay. <laughs> Tetherball, swings, handball, all that. He would play with me. And a lot of times I'll be standing by myself waiting for my friends or something to come. And he'll come to me and start a conversation. And he'll just give me like this flirtatious smile. So had this friend named Mariah 
And she was also friends with Michael. So she told me, she's like, hey, write Michael a letter and I'll give it to him. I wrote a letter and I gave it to Mariah to get to Michael. So later on that day, Mariah calls me and she was like, hey, I also have Michael on the other line. I was like, okay, you know, maybe he's going to say something about the letter. She ends up saying, Michael, he read your letter. He's not really feeling you like that. He just wants to be friends. And, you know, I should have just asked Michael on the phone, but I was just kind of just so embarrassed and hurt that I was just like, okay, whatever. And, you know, we ended up eventually hanging up the call. So the next day we go to school, Mariah and Michael are holding hands. And I was like, really? <laughs> this, this is what's going on. Okay. So the end of the day, I usually wait for my friends around like recess. Okay. And then Michael seen me by myself and he was by himself and he came over to me. He kind of just like smiled and tried to like start a conversation. But before he could, here comes Mariah stomping over. All of a sudden she kind of like pulls him to grab her hand and he holds her hand and he just kind of like looks scared. And then he starts me mugging me. And I was like, okay, I see what's going on. You let this girl punk you into a relationship. But you really want to talk to me. <laughs> but you're not going to do it because you're scared of Mariah. Got it. <laughs> so from that day on, I kind of just dealt with rejection in a way where I'm not dealing with the emotion of it. I'm not going to be crying or till I get a headache or anything like that. Because I was hurt by that situation with Michael. Because I was like, you don't like me. Like, you've been giving me all the signs that you do. And it wasn't that Michael didn't like me. It was just because he feared Mariah. But he still hurt my feelings. And she hurt my feelings too because not only was I rejected by Michael, I was also rejected as a friend from Mariah. Because a real friend wouldn't have done something like that. Since that day... I kind of look at rejection like this. I just move on. I try to distract myself as much as I can, stay busy, hang out with friends, do extra work or whatever. But I don't like to deal with rejection. I'll just table those feelings for later. And it kind of goes on with that rejection situation, but it also comes up with some childhood situations where I just like, we'll table this for later. But that has worked for me to not really like stay in emotion but it also has blown up in my face as well with me not dealing with my emotions because I was really great at it like just like move 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 okay whatever move 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 but then 2020 hits we're all forced to sit down and suck in everything <laughs> but if I dealt with those past rejections at the time and not just let me just stay busy not even worry about it. Let me just stay busy, whatever, whatever. Stay busy, stay busy, stay busy. It probably would have helped me a little bit better to cope with the losses that I dealt with in 2020. The fear of rejection can stop us from dealing with our feelings altogether because who really wants to deal pain? Who wants to walk outside like, I want to fall and break my knee today? Who wants to do that? <laughs> But if I never dealt with that pain in the fifth grade of being rejected like that or even having a friend do me dirty like that, then I would have experienced that in my adulthood and I probably wouldn't really know how to deal with it. Because now when those type of rejections take place, I kind of just like, mm, okay. <laughs> and I just, I exit stage left. I just, I move on quickly, you know. And I also learned like even when it came down to losing my dad, which sucks and still sucks to this day 
what I've learned is to live life to the fullest. To live life to the fullest as I can, responsibly. (laughs) So now it's just like, I don't really let too much things bother me. I don't really force myself to be in certain situations that aren't healthy for me. I just focus on what makes me happy. So I just try to just like take a step back because before like anything would just get me like get me going. But now it's just kind of like I try to just not let too much stuff bother me and things like that because I know pain is a part of life. I know that's how life is balanced is you get joy and you have pain. We all kind of have a way of being fearful what others are thinking about us and we can be in denial about it. And it's not everybody that we care about what they think about us, but it's about people that we care about, right? And we think that we have this person that we connect with, they connect with us as well, and then we're waiting for that phone call and it doesn't happen. That rejection is just terrible. But what we have to do is know how to balance our emotions when it comes to rejection, knowing how to deal with it. Because rejection doesn't feel good. When my mom was teaching me how to drive, she was just panicked at all, all the time. She told me to put my foot on the brake and on the gas at the same time. How is that possible? Tell me. <laughs> and she would scream at every little thing that I would do. So me learning how to drive was not the best with her. My dad was a little bit more relaxed, so it relaxed me. And he let me drive one of his, like, more expensive cars, which I was really like, why are you doing this? (laughs) And I was just so scared, but he trusted me, and he let me learn how to drive with that. So I did really good with him, but it still wasn't the best. So he eventually hired someone to teach me how to drive, and I was like a student driver with, you know, a little student car. And when I first took my driving test, I did not pass. I felt really bad about it. I felt rejected because I felt like I did really well. She just had me do something that I wasn't familiar with. No one taught me how to parallel park, but I tried to do it and I did it to the best of my ability. <laughs> and I was, you know, just a, just a slight bit from the curve, okay? So my second time when I took it, I ended up passing. And that rejection was still in my mind, but I kept going. And when I passed, that rejection didn't mean anything to me. Because I finally learned that it wasn't something that stopped me. It was something that I learned from that situation. Because before my second test, I was teaching myself how to parallel park. And, you know, it didn't even matter because the second time, I didn't even have to parallel park. (laughs) But the point is, is that I could have let that rejection stop me. Rejection is not something we should be afraid of. It should be something that we can learn from. A lot of times when we deal with rejection from people, sometimes it has something to do with them, themselves. And sometimes maybe they just don't like us. And and it's okay. We're not made for everybody. Everybody's not going to like you, no matter how nice you are, no matter how polite you are. Because sometimes when you're nice, people are like, oh, why are you so nice? Something's wrong with you. You're going to show a bad side eventually. I'm just going to keep poking you till you be mean. And then you do something mean from finally um, reacting to what they give you. And then all of a sudden you're a mean girl or a mean dude. But my point is, is that we all deal with rejection differently. We can either grow from it or we can sink in it. But we all deal with it and it's a part of life. And it's not meant for us to deal with pain, pain after pain after pain. We just have to learn certain things. And if we don't learn certain things, we're just going to keep going in circles and the same rejection and the same pain. So we learn from that situation. That's when we'll be able to go past it and be able to grow. But then another situation will come. That's different from that one where you may get rejected. That's just a part of life. But we can't fear pain. 
Sometimes when we don't receive that call, it might be because they may be going through something or they might think that you won't pick up. Maybe you thought that the date was better than what they thought it was. And they're thinking like, oh, I messed up. They probably think this, they probably think that. And they don't make that call. It's not always because they don't like you. Maybe they're thinking that you don't like them back. And sometimes when we receive the call, we might not answer because we're just like, oh, you know, I'm not really sure if I'm ready for this. I don't know if they're really going to accept me because I didn't say this on the first date and blah, 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 blah. We might miss out on something. So don't worry about if you don't get the call. Sometimes it's not something that you have to change. Sometimes it's something that they have to change. Or maybe they're just not ready and they thought they were. Maybe they dealt with the loss. Maybe they're so used to being rejected that they don't know that you're going to accept them. It goes so many ways around. We have to try to do our best to not take things personal all the time. And sometimes if they just didn't like us and we thought that it went great, maybe that's just not the person for you. Don't force it because you'll force yourself into a relationship that is just unhealthy for you. And you're just like, dang, I wish you did not call. <laughs> I wish I did not answer. I wish we didn't even go on that first date. But change is scary. Change can come with rejection. Change can come with fear. But we take control of the clock of how we accept that. We take control of the reins of what's appropriate for us or what we accept. Don't always beat yourself up when you get rejected. Sometimes it can be saving you from something that you just didn't need in your life right now. All right, you guys, it is your girl, Layers, and this is <laughs> the end of our episode for the Lines and Layers podcast for St. Harrison's song, Why Didn't You Call? There's a video out for the song. It is really, really cute. Check it out. The vocals are amazing. I just listen to this sometimes, and I just close my eyes and allow just the vocals to come through. Like, the song is just amazing. Check that song out. Stream it. Love it. Buy it. And for those who are listening on any podcast app, do not forget to give me five stars, y'all. Please give me five stars. I appreciate you guys so much for doing that. And also check me out on YouTube. My name is Layers. It is spelled L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. And for those who are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I will see you guys next time. All right. Bye.